tuned into Black Hollywood Live, the world's first digital broadcast network devoted entirely to urban entertainment and pop culture. Tune in right now. What's up, everybody? We are back for Black Hollywood Live's The Trend. I'm Dario Kristen. Joining me is Courtney Stewart. Courtney, say what's up to everybody. Hi, Hi guys. Hello, hello. We're getting hello. used to these, these Zoom interviews, but we got a special Zoom. guest today. Our man, Damon Williams, straight out of Chicago right now. Yeah. And straight in Chicago right now, too, because right. I ain't going nowhere. <laughs> nowhere. Right. Right. None right. of us they are. Put, they, look, they, yeah, they putting people on planes, but they leaving the middle seat open. That's the bullshit. Yeah. <laughs> I'm not trying to get up on that plane. This no, is not social me. distance. This is not one seat over. It's not social distance. Oh, We've been having a side eye on planes for the last three to five years. My <laughs> wife been wearing masks and scarves every time we get on a plane because somebody can sneeze in the back, the air get recycled, it hits you in your face. Oh, that's real. That's the truth. That's, that's real. True. You know, it's funny, I always David. Wear I saw, scarf. I, yeah, and I always have something on just to cover up and just, you know, have my hand sanitizers and everything else on planes. And it's funny sure because enough. today I even got like a little Google alert that was saying like American Airlines was offering flights for like $63. I was like, wow. I, $63. Yeah. Like to China. You can go to China, <laughs> Russia, Australia, Af Africa. <laughs> $182 round trip to Australia. <laughs> uh, it's like Wait, I want to buy this. I got I have my Facebook live on. They don't know what I'm doing. Hey, Facebook people, I'm on a, on the Afro bus right now doing an interview. So that's what y'all seeing. And so I, I can't respond, but now we gone. <laughs> Tell them to tune in. Tell them to tune in at BlackHollywoodLive.com. They can they can check us out. BlackHollywoodLive.com. Uh, and, and also, we'll be able to replay it as well, correct? Exactly. Yes. yes. We'll send so you cool. the link to send all your fans. We're going to post all the links. So what's happening, people? All right, so tell us about this lab tonight, this new show you got that's on, uh, you know, UrbanFlix.com. Just premiered not too long ago. Man, actually, it hasn't even premiered yet because Urban Flix is Black-owned and we're a little late. Uh... <laughs> <laughs> To be honest, hey, the, network, hey, the, network did, the network did launch May 1st, and it's a lot of original content. There's about five or six original series, a lot of films, and it's not just Black, actually. So Urban Flicks, their, their, their tagline is redefining urban because it's a multicultural situation. But it couldn't be a better time than now to have more content to stream because everybody's burning through all these shows. In fact, I think I'm going to start over Scarface, uh, I mean, uh, The Wire and The Sopranos this week because I've seen everything. I think I've reached the end of Netflix. Um, but the show is you to watch everything. Seriously, I'm, everything. Yeah, I'm, I'm really, I'm really proud to, of this show because it came about um, sort of as a whim. The show was actually pitched to have a host from one of the basketball wives. I won't say whom because it didn't work out. But it didn't work out because she has a skit that she does, and she didn't really want to do the skit on the show, and the schedule didn't work out, and it was being difficult for them to, you know, to get it together. So they asked me. I was already a consultant on the show. It's like, well, do you think you want to do something? Do you have a show out there in mind? I said, yeah, let's do a stand-up comedy show like in the days of Def Jam and Comic View, but let's inc include the element of interviews. So I do a sit-down interview with each comedian. And after the interview, the interview is the intro to, intro to their set. So it's a really fun thing. And we have comedians from every walk of life, um, a lot of ladies, too, like a lot of women in comedy. Yay. I'm an advocate for the women in comedy. The woman's voice is underserved uh, in this community. And women are yeah. sort of seen as an asterisk in comedy. You know, it'd be five guys and one woman. You know, right. so I have uh, a lot of ladies on the show, including my girl, Corey Bell. I got a young, new, up-and-coming comic, uh, Jasmine. 
um, uh, Precious Hall, who is on the commercial, she killing it. Just Niche and Corey Bell, who both are uh, travel with Monique and they're on her new special. Um, and then I have a lady that was once a Playboy playmate. Uh, oh, what's her, what's her name? What's her her name, name is Irina. She's <laughs> <laughs> Russian. Yeah, she's Russian. Uh, and I can't even pronounce her last name. Um, but then my girl from Chicago, her name is Kristen Toomey. So a bunch of women, but then you have uh, Hispanic comics like my man, Jose Raymond, who is, uh, he was once an illegal alien. He, his family migrated here illegally, but then they, when they got here, they landed in Compton. So he's like, mama, you ain't do your research? How the hell we end up in Compton? Very unique wow. story. Funny, man. Um, and of course, a lot of my Chicago comics, I have nine Chicago comedians. So it's, it's a beautiful thing. Laugh Tonight with Damon Williams. And I think any day now it will be on the urbanflix.tv uh, <laughs> network. Because <laughs> they run in the commercial. The crazy part, they already run in the commercial on TV One. So people are looking at the commercial, but they can't see the show yet. But they're editing. What happened? We finished the show um, late February, early February, late January. But the uh, the sound mixing is being redone because they want to. They, you can hear the comedians, but you couldn't hear the laughs. So that I think okay. that was the last technical glitch that's holding up the show. But when it comes out, we have uh, six episodes, three comedians per episode. So you got 24 or, or 18 people. We actually filmed eight. You got 18 people to laugh at, plus myself. Well, whenever I can finally watch it, I will definitely be watching it because I'm all about comedy. It almost reminds me, you're getting your uh, Byron Allen on because it's, it's Byron Allen had his night show that he brought on different comedians of different ethnicities yeah. and he was crushing it and he hosted it and then they did the little stand-up. So I'm excited to see this and how your, your and show plays into what we're doing currently and what's going on. Yeah, and the crazy thing about those Byron Allen shows, he's still showing the original ones from like 07, 08. So everybody's shouting out their MySpace page. But we all went back. <laughs> <laughs> I promise you, everybody's like, yeah, you can find me on MySpace, you know, my MySpace page here. Yeah. But we went back in 2013, 2014 and filmed new shows. But I guess he's still making money off the old ones. Plus, Byron is smart. See, when a show runs multiple times, then the royalties that he pays out are less. So now I still get a royalty check from Comics Unleashed, but it's like $13, $12, you know. The new ones, he has to give full paint. So I guess that's what he's waiting on. He knows business. He does. He knows his business. <laughs> I'm laughing. <laughs> Daryl, stop laughing. No, so he does. No. I love us. I love Black folks. I love us. I just love, I I love, love us. Black. I, I love us. us. I love us. Well, well, Damon, can you tell us a little bit about how you found your way to comedy in Chicago or wherever it started for you? Sure, I love to tell this story. Uh, before doing stand-up, I used to own a Subway sandwich shop. I was the youngest and the first Black uh, franchisee in the Midwest, and I opened the Subway in 1990, okay? Wow. So this is pre-Jared. Wow. This is before any, any of that Jared stuff. So the, the franchise hadn't taken off nationally. Um, but I was only there for two years. But during that course, I had met these guys and they were talking about open mic at this club called All Jokes Aside. Now, I, a side note, I want you all to look up a documentary called Funny Business, a black comedy. It's the documentary about All Jokes Aside. Funny is spelled with P-H. Raymond Lambert and All Jokes Aside, this was the epicenter of comedy. This is where Bernie Mac, Steve Harvey, Steve Harvey got his, his big break in Chicago on radio for advertising for All Jokes Aside. That's what got him into radio, true story. Um, everybody came there, Chappelle, uh, Chris Rock. Chris Rock worked on his special there, the one where he said about OJ, I, I ain't saying he should have killed her, but I understand. He worked that out mm -hmm. at All Jokes Aside. 
So all jokes was legendary in Chicago. All the Bulls, this is when the Bulls were champs and they would come there and the Bears and all that. It was crazy. So fast forward, I'm at Subway. It's not making money. And somebody had to, happened to talk about open mic on Wednesday night with some chick um, with the big lips that was the host. Turns out that's Adele Gibbons from uh, HBO, Def Comedy Jam. So I went, I signed up, you know, it, it, it went well and I never stopped doing comedy. I'd already sold my store. So I had plenty of time and a little bit of money so I could pursue the stand-up game, and that's how I got in the business. And you've also done the whole circuit. I mean, you've been on the tours. You got you're currently working with Tom Joyner. Uh, uh, you have been working with you work with Cedric the Entertainer. And how has that kind of reflected like your your overall just experience with comedy? Because you know those tours aren't easy, and you always got to be on your game. So how has that kind of helped you and led you to where you're at today? Well, uh, as for Tom Joyner, Tom actually retired at, at the end of last year. So we started the year off without Tom doing radio. So that was that was very instrumental in make, keeping me relevant and reconnecting me with my fan base from the comic view days back in the day. So shouts out to Tom Joyner. God bless him in his life because I love that brother. He's, he's, he's a mentor. He does everything for comedy. He loves comedians and he did everything everything so much for HBCUs and education overall, raised $65 million for scholarships. Much love wow. to Tom Joyner. Uh, as far as Cedric the Entertainer, um, Sid and I go way back to when Sid used to drive to all jokes aside in his Mustang from St. Louis where he lived. And he would come even to the open mic night. On my Wednesday night, sometimes Sid would pop up. Um, that led to me having a relationship with him and D.L. Hughley. The two of them recommended me to the promoter, Walter Latham, and I ended up being the opening act for the Kings of Comedy Tour. So that's a full circle moment that you mentioned right there. Wow. Uh, but I do uh, not only comedy tours, I do music tours, uh, Urban Vibe Entertainment. They had me go out with uh, like R&B singers like Joe and Genuine and Tank and the whole squad. We do those, all the Valentine's shows and things like that. So it's just a beautiful thing, man. The, the, the mixture between an old school or, or R&B audience and comedy is magic. Why, why all of a sudden I just had Genuine's Pony playing in my head right now? Just, <laughs> you know, wow. like, it just wow. it just popped in my head right now. But <laughs> well, that's better than having tanks when we in your mind. Because <laughs> 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 you know, yeah. tank, tank, tank said some some controversial things recently, so we 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 leave that alone. <laughs> Yeah, we'll, yeah we'll he did. Yeah, we we we, we, we gonna keep that with Tank. We gonna keep that yeah. with Tank. <laughs> That's my brother. No, I got love for Tank. Tank, a, a good dude. Whenever we work, he's very uh, genuine. He's very uh, humble, and he's funny too. He always like to uh, play the dozens on people. So shouts out to Tank. No matter what he said when he jumped out his body and said, "If a man go down on another man, that don't make him gay." I ain't in his business. Okay. <laughs> <laughs> I mean, as far as comedy, I mean, we're a very interesting moment, of course, in life. He brushed right over that. Yeah, I had to. I'm, <laughs> not, not, I'm not going to mess with that. Didn't even go. <laughs> I'm not going to mess with that. We're not going to touch it. I'm not going to touch it. Okay. We, we, we love we, you, Tank. We've had yeah. Tank on our show. I'm not going to mess with I'm not going to mess nah, with that. No, that's my brother. I just, he just got, <laughs> he got some jokes coming from that, though. Uh, so what's your question, man, before I mess my room up out here? No, it's all good. I was like, I'm, I'm going to leave that one alone. <laughs> Tank may not come back to Black Hollywood Live if I start going in that question. And that's right. question. <laughs> or you might get a whole lot more followers. Oh, that's then true. You know. <laughs> You're right about that. You're right. It's not a stigma nowadays. That is true. That's true. Yes. I mean, we're well, we're literally in an interesting moment right now. I mean, you know, if we 
politically, just in the news. I mean, even just, I mean, what happened with Ahmed Arbery, you know, and, and I think comedy is something, especially right now with the lockdown that we especially need, you know, we really need to focus on some positivity and some things that just take our focus away of all the negativity that are surrounding and happening to black people right now. How does that actually help you with building what you're going to use in your comedy sets? Like what literally is happening in the news day to day? Well, I do a feature with uh, Sam Silk, uh, WZAKCleveland.com. It's the radio, but it's the actual, it's broadcast radio. It's in the Radio One Network. Uh, every Tuesday and Thursday, and it's called uh, Damon, What You Think? So I get a chance to expound upon current events and topics and things of that nature, even though there's no humor whatsoever in my uh, situation. And the other young lady in Kentucky, Bree, who we just found out Brianna, about, was, yeah. uh, yeah. shot at home, you know, eight times in a um, she was an EMT worker, a, a first responder, and, a, and an essential worker. So, you know, there's no humor in that, but we need after, you know, absorbing all of that information and being locked in these situations at home and, you know, going through the situation and the scary thing and losing relatives. And, you yeah. know, so you got to have some type of release. And, and, and laughter is, is a medicine. It's a healing. It's therapeutic. Laughter and music right now, especially for us as a culture, will get us through this. And I, and I think all comedians, I commend everybody who's trying to find a new way to reinvent themselves virtually so that we can still bring our crafts and our passion to the people because it's needed now more than ever. That's truth. Yep. 100%. Well, who are you looking at that makes you laugh and keeps your spirits up during these times? Let me tell you who are the funniest two people right now I mean, it's a bunch of funny people, and I love them all. But right now, if you look at Atheon Crockett and mm. Godfrey, they 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 do impressions with each other. So the other day they did uh, <laughs> they did Maya Angelou and Whoopi Goldberg. Oh, Ooh, that's gotta oh be good. Amazing, <laughs> amazing. Just the other day, Atheon. I just love Atheon Crockett because he's a dancer, he's a comic, he's a he's a he's a Renaissance dude, and I hope he sees this and let him know that I got mad respect for him. That brother uh, did. Uh, um, he did a, a spoof <laughs> on the, the battle with Jill Scott and Erica Badu. Oh, Erica Badu. And he he had on the joint like Erica, but he he was Eric Badu, and he was saying as Eric Badu, he wrote all the song, but he ain't getting no credit. Man, Atheon Crockett <laughs> is killing the internet right now, and so is Godfrey. Godfrey, my shot town homie, Godfrey, uh, comedian Godfrey. So watch those two. Then uh, just the other day, I think. think um, Kevin Hart and uh, Atheon did some type of thing where they were battling each other. So, but it's a lot of funny people out there. My girl Just Niche from Chicago, that's spelled N-E-S-H. She always has funny memes and just stupid statements every day. And I mentioned her earlier because she's one of my protégés and I love her, but she's just so talented and she's blowing her stuff up. But you know, just just scan it. Everyday ordinary people are funny all day. Yeah, and it's a lot of talent out there, especially in Chicago. There's, there's been a lot of talent that's come out of there. Yes. I mean, the list goes on. We'll we go back to Bernie Mac. In fact, people don't know, even though he's from St. Louis, Red Fox cut his teeth. He was known as Chicago mm. Red when he went on the circuit initially. Red Fox, so Bernie Mac, uh, Robin Harris, uh, Shy McBride, who does all the movies. Um, then you go Adele Gibbons, George Wilborn. Um, it, the list goes on. Rodney Perry, Melanie Camacho, uh, myself. Uh, <laughs> you know, it's just... <laughs> D-Ray, Lil Rail, Dion Cole. You know, it, it goes on and on and on. You know, Cheryl it, Underwood, she's killing it on the view. Oh, love Cheryl. You know, she on the, on the she talk, crushes you know? it. Yeah, we've had her on BHL. She's the best, too. She always Indeed. is very supportive of us, too, so I want to give her a shout-out. Much now, love to Cheryl. Much love. 
And one thing with uh, comedy as well is that, you know, my biggest fear with it, everyone says that you should also try stand up at some point in your life. Everybody should. And that's always a big fear of mine because, you know, I think I'm funny when I'm with my friends, but I don't know if I'm funny with a crowd. What's been your best experience in a stand up show? And what's been one of those moments where you were like, I probably want to erase that from my resume? Hmm. Well, I haven't had many erasers, thank God, because I mean, I've been fortunate to be in good situations and I learned in the circuit. The Chicago circuit is so it's supportive, first of all, but, but second of all, the Chicago circuit is very challenging. So if you can make it through the Chicago audiences, because when you're funny, they will give you all the love you need. But if you're not, you're going to catch it right away. So <laughs> the, one of the greatest experiences and one of my proudest moments, as I mentioned, the Kings of Comedy Tour previously, of course, um, the, the show went to Madison Square Garden and we played, that's the world's most famous arena, they say. Uh, and to do that arena was beautiful. But to bring that tour after that back home to the United Center and be on stage with those giants of comedy in the same lane, you know, with the same type of suits and the same amount of laughter, that was been one of the highlights of my career for sure. I also had a chance to host the Showtime at the Apollo for four episodes. And That's then, huge. Yeah, right after Steve Harvey, they were looking for the new host and they, they narrowed it down. They did a countrywide. They went all across the country and uh, narrowed it down to three guys, me, Teddy Carpenter, who's a funny brother out of D.C., and Rudy Rush, who they eventually gave the show to. So those are some of the, the highlights, you know, looking back. And now um, the time I spent on the Tom during the morning show touching, you know, six to eight million listeners. Yeah. You know, people looking forward to coming on every week to my features, Serious Living News and the Friday. I finally got the whole Friday to myself. It was Damon Williams Fridays. These have been some of the greatest. Um, I think back to the one, <laughs> the craziest moment <laughs> in my career ever. Um, <laughs> I used to host a show in a, uh, the suburb of Chicago at a place called the TNT Comedy Hook. And a dude from Gary, Indiana, out of nowhere for no reason, at the top of the show, as I'm brought on stage, welcome your host, Damon Williams. I'm crowded, throwing places to be packed out, lying out the door, you couldn't get in. And the dude just walked toward the stage and I didn't know what he had on his mind, but he just rushed me and we fought on stage. So we he he said no words, he just rushed you. He ain't say can we curse on him? Can we curse on him? Yeah, 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 yeah. yeah. He, he ain't say shit. He just walked up and, <laughs> and tried to bar rush me. And I saw him coming, I saw the look in his eyes, you know, from the shot. So I was on my square. I'm like, dude, you come up here, it's gonna be a problem. Cause he was just approaching me. And when he came, you know, at first I tried to hit him with the mic. <laughs> <laughs> and then we we tussled and we tussled like it was three little steps. We tussled down those three steps. And we fell and we crashed through and made a hole in the drywall. Then security uh, and my younger brother came up. They stumped them out and carried them out. It was crazy. Crazy. Wow. And so I got up from that. I brushed the little plaster off my, my, my little clothes. And I said, my little slogan, did, 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 let's start the show. And the people went bananas. So you never found out why he rushed you? Hi. <laughs> <laughs> That's all I can come up with. <laughs> but you know, I used to, I did, I used to roast Gary a little bit when the Gary people came, because I used to do shows in Gary also. And maybe they sent them up there. Cause I know at one point I had, I had roasted some guys and they left because they, you know, they were still they were real gangsters, you know, and they was like, you know, gangsters don't play that joking on them, you know. So they they just left, you know, out of respect. They left out, but somebody heard them on uh walking out and said, Man, what you say to them dudes? And they said, next time they see you, you better not come to Gary no more, blah, 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 blah. They're gonna be on your head. So I didn't go to Gary for a long time after that. Um, 
<laughs> I, I, I don't blame you, bro. I wouldn't but, either. <laughs> but I ended up going back. We had the hottest show in the Midwest on first Friday. So, you know, it was G I Love. So I don't know if they sent them at me or whatever, but I do remember that um, he had on this big fat uh, dookie rope, like a, one of them chains. It was like a fat ass herringbone or something. And his chain broke. And he's like, they as they was carrying him out by all fours, he's like, get my chain. That's a $5,000 chain. Should have never said that. No. <laughs> Wrong word. That chain vanished. That chain vanished. He never saw that chain again. Yeah, yeah. (laughs) And I understand why. Exactly. Now, you mentioned slogan, and I know that you have a motto, don't stop, um, you know, don't quit. What does that actually mean for you? Well, it came about because I have this chant where I go, and the people go, ooh, ooh, and I say, and you don't stop and you don't quit. And that was like a motto because in this business, in any, anything, any goal you're seeking, it's a marathon. It's not gonna happen right away unless you're really super fortunate or you know the stars line up in your favor. So you're gonna have obstacles, you're gonna have pitfalls, you're gonna have times when things don't go as you plan, but you can't stop and you can't quit yeah. because that's the only way you're gonna achieve the goal. So I used to tell people all the time and when I did you know, speeches at schools and talked to kids, I always said, don't stop, don't quit. You find your passion, something that drives you, something you know you're meant to do. It's not gonna happen for you right away, but if you don't stop, and don't quit, you'll get there. But if you do stop, you never will. So don't stop, don't quit became my motto. I love that. And and also, you know, I got the ditty, I got the ditty, don't stop, don't quit in my head too. You know what I mean? It's a, you got you got me genuine, ditty, I'm all, all over the place. Music, music, music. <laughs> I'm very musical. I'm very musical, bro. <laughs> well, we're gonna fact, wrap up because we, ne- oh, go ahead. If y'all don't know, we were right in the middle. That's why I was late and I apologize to you guys and your viewers. Uh, because I do a happy hour from uh, your time, three to five every day. And oh. we play just good grown music. And we were right in the middle of happy hour. So my wife came and said, you know, you're supposed to be on interview. I'm like, no, it says seven uh, central, eight Eastern. Like, no, it is right now. And you need to shut <laughs> down. So a happy hour people came over to Facebook to watch this. Shout out to see you, Brad. I see everybody just looking. And then we're going to go back to the happy hour. It's on my Instagram and simultaneously on Facebook. My Instagram is Damon Williams Comedy. Damon Williams Comedy. Well, we look forward to when the show finally airs. We look yeah. forward to seeing it live tonight. UrbanFlix.com. It is worth the wait. It's worth the wait. And then what's the first thing that you're going to be doing when all of this craziness with the quarantine and lockdown and everything's back to normal is over? What are you, you going to be doing? What's the first thing? What I'm looking forward to first, hmm, that's a good question. The first thing I really would like to do, because I've been playing music and such, is go see some live music. I mean, of course, I'm mm. going to go and perform, but I would love to go to an atmosphere where there's a live band. I don't care if it's no name or if it's a major concert and be in a communal experience with a bunch of people enjoying music all at once as a vibe, because that's music is in my soul. I mean, I, I, if I could have been, I <laughs> used to rap and I, I play a little <laughs> bit of bass. But it didn't take off quick enough. I did stop, but I did quit. Um, <laughs> That's all right. It led you to a new path. It's all good. Right. It directed Where you were supposed to be. Right. Exactly. But I, I want to go see some live music, indeed. I feel that. I feel that. Well, yes. if people want to check out your social media and see when the show actually starts or just check out your playlist and everything else yes. you got going on, where can they find you? 
everything is Damon Williams comedy. Go to DamonWilliamsComedy.com. That's the site. It has links to all of my uh, social media, but all my social media is also Damon Williams comedy, except Twitter, which is at Damon William, because somebody already had Damon Williams and Damon Williams comedy was too late. And dude, wherever he is, he ain't even know you know using it. He needs to be my S now. I feel that. I to, yeah, I had to drop my S because this dude out here he probably ain't even tweeting no more. In fact, I should check and see if he's still you. You've been through it too, sis. I am. All my names were taken. Courtney Stewart is everywhere, apparently. And the crazy part about it, our names are taken on social media, but, but you never had a, your name in a souvenir store. You ain't never been on a mug. You ain't never been nowhere else. And now, exactly. Right. Now you can't use your name. That's some bullshit. <laughs> yeah, see, I don't I don't have those problems. My name, I'm like the only one. Daryl Kristen. I'm, I'm the only one. So, yeah, you so say. Far. I'm good. You say, you know, my, bro, my parents you say. got creative, so, you know, I'm good. I'm good. Um, Courtney, where can fans find you? For that reason, you can find me everywhere <laughs> at Stuart Starlet. <laughs> what is and it? It's Stuart Starlet. Okay, yeah, because it kind of it kind of bleeped. I want to make sure people heard it. Stuart Starlet is who she is. Facebook, go find Stuart Starlet. Find Stuart Starlet, and I'm at Daryl Kristen. Daryl Kristen. How you spelling Daryl? Oh, oh boy, here we go. D e r r i a l, and my last name is C h r i s t o n. Your mama didn't want you to be no Daryl, huh? No Daryl, nope. no Daryl. <laughs> no the, the, the school teachers tried to call me that, but no Daryl, no Daryl. <laughs> <laughs> That's what's up, man. That's what's up. But Damon, man, it's been a pleasure having you on the show. I can't wait to watch Thank Laugh you. Tonight. Uh, I'm already laughing now, so I can imagine what I'm going to be like when I'm watching your show. So I'll count on it. It's, it's, I'm it's looking hilarious. forward to I'm, it. I'm, I'm, I'm so proud of the comedians, man. They all stepped up and killed it. I got some a lot of cats that's their first time ever doing any type of major production like that. Like my brother from Chicago named Mike Samp, another brother named Kendall Ferguson. This is their first shot. Uh, the young lady Jasmine I mentioned, who is very funny on her social media, and she spells it with a Z. It's a tricky Jasmine and an underscore, so I can't even put you up on it. But look on my page. On the, if there's a commercial from the show that's running. Her, she, she uh, actually commented, she says, so dope. Look little Jasmine up too. And all the people on the show and everybody that's watching your show, y'all keep doing what you're doing until we get out of this pandemic, this plandemic, this scamdemic. Um, <laughs> you know, keep safe and keep doing your thing virtually. Yeah, we'll get you in the studio once things are uh, back to normal. Looking forward to out it. Out in LA. And uh, congratulations. Right. And uh, we look forward to talking to you again soon, man. Y'all come I'm on a, the I'm happy a, I'm going to check out your playlist. I'm going to check out your playlist on your Come on, on the happy hour. We're about to get yeah. it in. We about to get oh, it in right happy now. Happy hour. <laughs> I'm, I'm all about a happy hour, so I'm, because I'm nobody there. should drink alone. Ever. Exactly. Yes. Ever. I like that. You got the Game of Thrones cup. Yes, right sir. There. It's my it's my chalice, baby. In Chicago, Your chalice. They, this is what they do. You understand me? See yeah. the see the little personalization. <laughs> I see y'all. All right, Damon. All right, going back to happy hour. Yeah, all right, Miss Starlet. On behalf of our PHL staff, we would like to thank you for tuning in to Black Hollywood Live, the world's first digital broadcast network devoted entirely to urban entertainment and pop culture. Check out our Black Hollywood Live YouTube page for even more great programming and amazing content. And be sure to subscribe and like our channel when you do. I'm your BHL host, Nakia Monet, and you can find me on all social media at Kiki Boom Boom or at Black Hollywood Live. Black Hollywood Live, Hollywood redefined.